the Winnipeg Foundation invited Winnipeggers to share their visions for Winnipeg's next 100 years and the potential role philanthropy might play. This is Our Next 100. Today we'll hear from Samuel Unruh, Coordinator, Training and Community Inclusion and Support Services at Manitoba Possible. My vision for the next hundred years is simple. To see any person, regardless of ability, being able to achieve that full potential and that we are able to connect genuinely as humans without fear of stereotypes that would see us as devalued or different. Samuel Unruh is a coordinator, training in community inclusion and support services at Manitoba Possible. He earned his Bachelor of Business and Administration from the University of Winnipeg. A known advocate and longtime community volunteer, Samuel can be found in his spare time serving up his best shot against his opponents on the tennis court. Here is Samuel Unruh. My upbringing instilled a high degree of independence, a guiding principle that's influenced every aspect of my life. As a young child, I would crawl up the steps of the city bus to join my group on an outing or push my chair an hour down the road since city buses were not accessible. As a teen, I took charge of my own medical health, taking myself to medical appointments wherever I could. My world perspective has been shaped through these experiences and living in a world that wasn't necessarily meant for me at the time. However, through determination, fortitude, and a little ingenuity, I've learned that we can make positive change that allows our citizens, who typically sat on the periphery, to feel valued and included. The lived experience for persons with disabilities has evolved significantly during the past hundred years. Where we were once confined to institutions, we are now active contributing members of our communities. We have begun unlocking our full potential as we eliminate the barriers that have kept us away from participating in our society. My vision for the next hundred years is simple, to see any person, regardless of ability, being able to achieve that full potential and that we are able to connect genuinely as humans without fear of stereotypes that would see us as devalued or different. Winnipeg has a strong history in inclusion and accessibility, especially in sport. Winnipeg is the birthplace to Canada's only heritage Paralympic sport, wheelchair rugby. Winnipeg saw the beginnings of wheelchair sport with the creation of the first national wheelchair sport organization and was the first host of the Parapan American Games in 1969. Winnipeg has a rich history of individuals who set the initial blueprints to the quality of life we experience today. From those who invented sports like wheelchair rugby in order to include more people in sport, to those who started the independent living movement, I often look up to them as motivation for continuing the need for better accessibility and inclusion in all facets of life. In recent years, our progress has continued to accelerate. We've seen improvements in areas such as accessible transportation, education and post-secondary institutions, and we have witnessed provincial legislation pass with the goal of achieving a fully accessible and inclusive society. We are seeing athletes with a disability celebrated for their athletic accomplishments rather than being celebrated for simply participating in sport. As with all changes, these starting points serve as an initial direction for our community to pursue. These systems and changes aren't perfect, but they act as an accelerant for positive change. Philanthropy is a backbone for positive societal change. It has helped transform physical spaces that were once exclusionary by their design, allowing for increased accessibility. It has provided community programming where we are able to share our experiences and gain a sense of belonging. 
It's helped purchase equipment that would otherwise be financially unattainable. And on the individual level, this philanthropic spirit is embodied by community members who share equipment and experiences with newer members. Altogether, our collective generosity profoundly shapes our lived experiences. As I look forward to the future, I envision a society where we are able to fully eliminate physical and attitudinal barriers and achieve full societal and economic participation, regardless of ability. I'm excited to see youth experience sport and recreation as a normal facet of their upbringing. I dream that our voices are collectively heard and that meaningful change becomes less resistant. In these visions, philanthropy will continue to play the equalizing role it often has for marginalized groups. I continue to provide new opportunities that previously haven't existed. It gives us an opportunity to correct injustices of our past. It will be our collective effort as citizens of our city, our province, and our country that will advance these goals. I'm excited to be a small piece of this collective effort. Thank you, Sam. Your vision for the next 100 years is to see any person, regardless of ability, able to achieve their full potential and to connect genuinely as humans without fear of stereotypes of being devalued or different. What do you see as the next first step towards that at a local level and or a global level? I I think the biggest part of that is just having a general sense of understanding, being able to understand each other and being able to grow those meaningful connections. A lot of stereotypes about persons with disabilities is often based upon misconceptions. And it's often based on how we have seen others treat other individuals depending on their lived experience. And we tend to mirror that. And as we continue to grow, we, you know, our perspective tends to widen and it allows us to, you know, becoming more accepting of new perspectives. And I think by understanding that, you know, persons with disabilities aren't limited to what we can visibly see or what we've been told that they can do, but rather they do have that potential. And once we eliminate those attitudinal barriers, we can start to really recognize that full potential that can be unlocked. You also mentioned that you dreamt that your voices are collectively heard and that meaningful changes become less resistant. How do we reduce resistance to meaningful change? I think we reduce resistance to meaningful change by not always accepting the status quo. I think it's easier to say that, uh, that, that you know, this is the way that we've always done things. And it's, becomes, it's inherently more difficult to try new things and to try to change. But I think as we, as we grow and we want to change our society for the better, to make sure that we're inclusive, regardless of the marginalization that somebody might experience, in this case, disability, I I think by seeing that change, A, is not that difficult and that we can do it. I think COVID-19 showed that, uh, that in our community, we were able to change our society on a dime. And a lot of things that persons with disabilities have been asking for, you know, such as accommodations in the workplace, being able to work from home, having flexible shifts because of other contributing factors. And we were able to demonstrate that we can do this on a dime. And so I think, you know, with that experience behind us, we have shown that change is not that hard. And so I think as we continue to grow and we continue to recognize that, we'll be less resistant to change because we know that we can do it. That's amazing. Well, thank you again, Sam, for sharing your vision with us today. My pleasure. 
Our Next 100 is a series of essays envisioning Winnipeg's next 100 years, contributed by Winnipeggers and curated by the Winnipeg Foundation. If you would like to read more essays from Our Next 100, or listen to this episode again as a podcast, please visit wpgfdn.org slash next100. Thanks for listening.